At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience presented by DraftKings right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got ourselves a tremendous hour as we're going to have a pair of great guests joining me in this hour as Kobe Dante does tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's going to be aboard in 15 minutes. He does a great job with his show, The College Experience. So no doubt about it. We've got to take a look at these Friday college basketball games with him. But coupled with that, I know that he does a solid job taking a look at the NFL. So we'll get some NFL divisional picks from him on top of that we'll be taking a look at the college basketball card for him and then in about 45 minutes we have to serve up a little bit of UFC on the show as well for those that listen to the replay of the Greg Peterson experience you're able to also catch first strike and Dave Ross he always does a tremendous job taking a look at the fight game but we've got UFC 297 coming up the uh, Strickland versus Duplessis fight is going to be tremendous and joining me in about 45 minutes we're going to be joined by Billy Ward who does great work over at Action Network along with Fantasy Labs so we've got ourselves a great hour that is on tap and I'm going to get you guys my DK Network write-up pick in a second as well. But first things first, because with our DK Network write-up picks, I mean, they've been going quite well. But as we know, there are some teams that they just inevitably let us down. There are some teams that they come through, others that do not. But this is a team that comes through every single time. It's everyone behind the scenes here at VEASAN. Sometimes we hit our picks, sometimes we miss them. They hit every single time to make sure that all these great shows you're able to catch them in a wide variety of different ways. You've got my producer, Dan. He does such a tremendous job being able to set up this guest list, and he needs to try to keep me in line as well. That is not an easy task, and yet he does so all so well. So we do appreciate the hard work of Dan. If you're watching on VEASAN.com, if you're watching on YouTube TV, just anywhere in which you're able to get moving pictures, streaming videos, 
video, what have you. It is Andrew who does a tremendous job of being able to make sure that you're able to see everything all nice, crisp, and clean, all the graphics on the screen. That is courtesy of Andrew. And he is the only person other than myself to ever wear UW Oshkosh apparel on the campus of VEASAN as well. He is much like myself, a man from the great state of Wisconsin. So we appreciate him and all that he brings to the table. And we appreciate our resident UNLV fan. That would be Sean. He is on the ones and twos. He is our audio engineer, and he does such a tremendous job on that front. If you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, if you're listening on vcin.com, if you're listening just wherever you're able to get SportsMap Radio as well. We are terrestrial all across the country. Sean is a big reason why, because everything always sounds so crisp and clean when he's on the board. He does such a tremendous job for us, and you might be able to sing a little bit after the fact as well. Every single show here at vcin, you're able to get in podcast form whether that be the Greg Peterson experience, the handle, sharp money, follow the money, a numbers game, Visa tonight, all of them. You're able to go to visa.com slash podcast every single hour of every single show. It is there. Couple with that, if you go to the, uh, just wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, list goes on and on. Search for the Visa Bets Bets link. You're able to find it there as well. And it is our good friend, Jaren, who does such a tremendous job posting up all these hours. And on top of that, for all the videos that you see on our Twitter slash Check feed at VSIN Live. He does a great job cutting those up and posting those up for us as well. So we appreciate everyone behind the scenes. These guys are doing tremendous work, and because they do such tremendous work, I feel like it's just in the water around here at Visa, and we're having ourselves a really good year with regards to these DK Network write-up picks. We moved to 44 and 29 with a no sweat under in Oregon State versus Utah. Shout out to the Beavers who literally went from like the 10:40 mark of the first half until the closing seconds of the first half, scoring zero points, as many points as Greg Peterson. We got that under in very, very nicely. We're now riding a streak of seven out of our last eight. Like I said, we're hitting 60% from the year. Knock on whatever this is. I think it's marvel that we continue this to be going because it is really, really hard. And when you have a run like this, you have to do everything humanly possible to stay up on it because it can... It can go on you in a flash. Trust me. I know all too well about this. So got to continue to put in the work. Can't rest on our laurels. We have to try to pick a winner here. And let's go. 881, 882. We head back to the Metro Atlantic. Maris is on the road facing off against Mount St. Mary's. The Mount finds themselves as a three and a half point favorite. Total on this game is anywhere between 132 and a half and 133 and a half. My right up here is going to be on um, Maris. Now, I personally am going to be diving in on the money line. The only reason why my write up is not on the money line is just because money line's not available when I wrote this up. So it's just going to be me giving out the three and a half points when it comes to this write up. But that said, with regards to my write up, it is going to be on Maris because I feel like they should be a one and a half point favorite. This Maris team has one of the best defenses of any mid major program in all of college basketball, and they exploit all the weaknesses of this Mount St. Mary's team. The Mount, their biggest issue this season has been holding on to the ball. They are 351st in all of college basketball in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis at home. And now they have to face off against a Maris team that in terms of percentage of possessions on defense in which they rip the ball away, they are 19th in all of college basketball. As a matter of fact, they're a top 10 team with regards to turnovers for us. They're 19th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. That is a big, giant issue to have to face off against. I do think that with this Maris bunch, 
punch. They're going to be able to do a nice job getting after it. And this is a Maris team as well. They, they do a relatively solid job on the boards. They're 80th in the country with regards to defensive rebound rate. Only 24.4% of misses are able to be rebounded by their opponents. Meanwhile, Mount St. Mary's, they're clocking in 238th with this regard. As we are taking a look at my DK Network right at pick right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. And when it comes to this Mount St. Mary's team, what used to make this team so successful and big reason why we see it, saw them in the NCAA tournament a few seasons ago was just what I was alluding to. All the rebounding, like when you had guys like Nana Akpu, Malik Jefferson, these were guys that they would always pound the glass. Right now, you don't have a single guy on the roster for Mount St. Mary's that is giving you north of 4.7 rebounds per game. Now, if you look at overall rebound rate, they are actually a team that does clock in in the top 50 with that regard with Joey Cordelia being able to give you 7.5 points, 4.5 rebounds per game but this has been a team that's just been really rudderless in terms of taking care of the ball now when they don't turn the ball over they're an okay shooting team we've seen Dakota Lafue be able to pick it up a little bit more but you can tell that the transition from being off the ball to being the point guard that has been very tough for him he's given you 17 and a half points shooting about 34 and a half percent from three point range but it's turned the ball over three times for contests and each of your top three scores for this Mount St. Mary's team they all have at least 2.3 turnovers per game that's a big giant issue going against a Maris team that if you do have trepidation with this one, it is the fact that Maris is not a good free throw shooting team. They shoot 64.5% of the free throw line. I do think that we need to put out there the buyer beware there, but that's it. You've been able to have guys like Jaden Collins, Alon Josh, Passarelli. They've been able to do a solid job combining for about 20 points per contest. Passarelli has been able to shoot in that neighborhood of Bob. 35 or so percent from three-point range. And then Max Allen, someone who has come in from San Jose State, has been able to do a solid job down low. He's giving you about 13 points, four boards per contest. He's not necessarily going to just completely dazzle you or anything like that and spend a little bit of time banged up. But ever since he's come back in the fold, last three games, he's been able to give the team 12-plus points in every one of them. He's coming off of back-to-back -back performances against Quinnipiac and Ryder, where he had a combined 17 rebounds. So I do like what I'm seeing out of him. And I do think that this is a Maris team that, in general, they just match up very, very well against this Mount St. Mary's team. This is actually one of the longer road trips that you're going to be finding out there in the Metro Atlantic. But that said, with the way that this Maris team does a relatively solid job taking care of the ball, they're not going to get a lot of second chances themselves, but they're not going to give you a lot of second chances. I do think that with Maris bearing down on defense, they get the job done. They get their slow, grimy style. I set my total at 129.5. Mount St. Mary's, for some reason, they have kicked up their tempo as well. And I think that that's been a big reason why why we have seen the turnovers really hike up for this team. Mount St. Mary's traditionally a team outside the top 250 in terms of total possessions per game. Now they're inside the top 150, so not sure what's happened there, but that's it. Right a pick. That is going to be on Maris catching the points. I personally am going to be taking a stab on the money line myself, and here with this 132.5, semi total 129.5, I'm going to be taking a look at the under as well, and how about if we stay with the Northeast theme? Because we've got some extra games on the board, and I always think that there's a lot of gems that we can unearth here. And how about if we take a look at a game that it might be a little bit grimy in terms of the total, and yet I'm going to be taking a look at the under. 306-545, 306-546. Oh, Wagner, it's the road to face off against Merrimack. Merrimack, who are named the Warriors. I always think that they should be named the Merry Men. They are five-point favorites, and your total on this game is 124 to 125. And what the Merry Men do very well, I refuse to call them the Warriors, by the way, but that said, what they do an incredible job of, they just get takeaways. This team is one of the best in all of college basketball with regards to 
a defense that they just absolutely get after you. They've got that amoeba zone that it's just so hard to prepare for. Mount St. Mary's a top 40, as a matter of fact, a top 20 team in all of college basketball in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis on their home floor because there's just really no team that could prepare for what they're going to be going up against. Now, I will say this for Wagner. They are a team that is one of the best in the country at being able to take care of the ball. They are a team that's only turning the ball over about nine and a half times per contest. That is a top 40 mark in all of college basketball, but you really don't have a lot of scoring options. Melvin Council has been able to give you 13 half points per contest. Shoots it halfway decent from three-point range, but you've been dealing with quite a few injuries. With regards to this Wagner team, is the only player on the roster that's able to give you double figures, and when it comes to this Merrimack team, they just always do a nice job of finding these guys that they do a nice job with their versatility, and Jordan Deckcock is the latest of them. He has been able to supply the team with 15-plus points per contest, six fours, north of two steals per game, and then you add Devon Savage, who's been able to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range, giving this Merrimack team something that they haven't had a lot of in the past because this is a Merrimack team that they always are a team that they typically struggle from three-point range, and they struggle on the glass. There's no question about it. The Merrimen, they are one of the worst teams of the country with regards to a rebound rate. This Wagner team leaves a whole lot to be desired with regards to their rebounding as well. You really don't have a lot of bigs when it comes to really either of these teams, and having someone like an Adam Clark, who's been able to give you two and a half seals for Merrimack, chipping in their 10 points per game, I think that that is going to be a big difference maker in a game where both of these teams are well outside the top 250 in terms of total possessions per game. Both of these teams struggle from three-point range, and I do think that Merrimack going to make this game yucky and grimy, and they're just so dominant at home in Joe Gallo. We trust going to be willing to lay with Merrimack, set them as an eight-point favorite, and looking at the under, as I said, my total at 124, and the college chatter continues next with our good friend Kobe Dan of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. 
It's always great to be joined by this man. Kobe Dant does such tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. His main show is the college experience, obviously dedicated so much to college football, college basketball. But I know this man does a tremendous job on the NFL front as well. And Kobe, it's always great to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, what a great weekend we have ahead of us, uh, ahead of us with such a big college basketball slate, obviously Saturday, and then mixing that with the NFL playoffs. And I, I actually like the Friday card too in hoops. Oh, absolutely. It's certainly smaller than that of the Saturday card, the Saturday card. I mean, if you had to try to list every single one of these games, I would be holding the screen off the, or holding the scroll off the screen and it would be falling all the way down, <laughs> which uh, you always see that in like those comedy movies and everything like that. You'd pretty much be getting that with regards to college basketball games. But I do think that we've got some good spots for this Friday. And I want you to get your thoughts on this one out there in the Atlantic 10. It's St. Louis and VCU with VCU being about an eight to an eight and a half point favorite and the totals between 147 and a half and 148 and both of these teams have really gotten some reinforcements back now you've got sincere parker back for st louis it's the same louis team has been all sorts of banged up meanwhile for vcu getting back joe bejmili along with sean bear big for them how do you take a look at this spot you know, I do think uh, VCU is playing better and they have a great home environment, but at the same time, uh, and I, I, I tend to think Travis Ford doesn't do the best job at St. Louis, yeah. but I think that I, I think this number's off though. I think St. Louis from a talent perspective is just as good as VCU's team this year. If not, if not even better. So I, I think you have to take the Billikens here. I know it's their second, uh, you know, away game in a row. We were on, you know, St. Louis uh, on this very show, I believe, against Dayton with, with the points. Uh, and and because the talent is there, they might not win the game, but the talent's there. I think you got to take the Billikens. I even think it's worth taking a little bit on the on the money line here, just because VCU. Is is not VCU teams of the past with Mike Rhodes or or you know all the way back to Shaka Smart or Anthony Grant. Uh, they're kind of a hit or miss team so far this year to me. So I think you got to take the Billikens in the points. I even think it's worth taking a sprinkle on the money line just because I do think they're healthier. And from an athletic standpoint, I think they can compete pretty, pretty spot on, if not better than, uh, than what VCU currently has roster wise. And right now, the biggest question for St. Louis is how many minutes is Parker going to play as well? Because it was his first action in quite some time a few nights ago. And you tell that they were trying to ease him back in a little bit more, which I do think is smart. And I do think that that's going to provide a lot of value on the St. Louis Billikens moving forward. And when it comes to this spot, typically I am against laying double figures in conference play, but this is a Georgetown team that has relatively rough. And I actually have liked what I've seen out of Xavier thus far this season as they're coming off of a relatively nice nice win of their own and Xavier has actually seen the money coming against them. They were 14 point favorites, which is having trepidation there. Now they're between as low as 12 point favorites to 13 point favorites with a total of 149 and a half. How do you view this spot? Because now with this number taking down, I do think that now you're starting to get a buy point on Xavier. They have been great over the past, like, and considering they came into the season with so many injuries, shout out to Sean Miller. He's doing a great job, but I still think it's a little too much, a little too much for me. It's a letdown spot. I don't think they get excited for a bad Georgetown team who's eight and nine. I know the center center rocks. I know the the crowd is always great there, but I still think it's a little bit too many points. Uh, and I I do th- expect Ed, Ed Cooley and and the the Hoyas to play better game in game out as as you know they get more in tuned to what he wants to do. I know their defensive rating's terrible, but I, I I like taking the points here. I think Xavier wins eight or nine, something like that. Give me the 13 in the Hoyas and kind of a look ahead spot. I feel like for, uh, for Xavier, 
just just with the fact that coming up they're at Creighton. Yeah, Ben, you do have to fear that as well. And that's a Creighton team, by the way. That I mean, if you want to talk about them, that's a team that's in less than tremendous form. We saw them put up 48 points, granted, against a very good UConn team, but 48 points just not going to cut it. As joining me on the show, we do have our good friend Kobe Dan of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And I just did my DK Network right up in the last segment, and we'll see if you agree slash disagree. We're going back to the Metro Atlantic, and when you go to the Metro Atlantic, you can guarantee yourself one thing, and it's going to be a bumpy ride. Maris is on the road facing off against Mount St. Mary's, and Mount St. Mary's is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Totals 132.5 to 133, and my write-up is taking Maris in the spot just because I think stylistically this is an absolutely terrible matchup for a Mount St. Mary's team that can't take care of the ball going up against a Maris team that absolutely rips it away. Want to get your thoughts here. Yeah, uh, I've already wagered on Marist, and hey. I, you know, p- part of part of the logic here. Uh, I know Mount St. Mary's won by four the last time they played in a rock fight, uh, but Marist is a top. Marist defensive numbers are amazing this year. They're, they're what a thirty third in defensive rating in all the land right now. Uh, I know their offense not great, three hundred third in, in offensive rating, but I think the defense can do enough. They also take a lot better care of the basketball than Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's one of the worst teams in the nation at turning the ball over. And when you're playing a top 40 defense, sign me up for Marist all day on the road. Yep. And I also do like the under in this spot as well as I don't know if either team's going to be able to get to 65 in this spot as well. And I know that I did a write up a few weeks ago that somehow some way was able to hit on Quinnipiac, but we both have our thoughts about Quinnipiac and we both know that this is going to be an adventure to say the least, because I take a look at this number and it just feels really short. Once again, on Quinnipiac, they're four to four and a half point favorites against Sienna. The total on this game is between 147 and 148. And Sienna has been better with Sean Duru Gordon back. He's been able to get the team 25 and a half points per game. And yet with him averaging 25 points per game, they have still been held below 70 of four of their last five games. This team is still turning it over like crazy. I don't know how you take a look at this game. Game, but I'm going to lay it with Quinnipiac and somehow, some way, I'm sure this is going to get toasted. I can't. I look the, this game is hilarious to me because both teams, both teams, I, I just I have them on a list of teams that I don't enjoy betting. Uh, uh, Quinnipiac is 12 and four somehow. They're at Siena, who's three and 13. You would just think right there you would be laying more than four and a half points. I'm paranoid. Sienna has been playing better lately. They've been playing better. I, 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 they're still on my list of teams that I don't enjoy wagering on and I should probably stay away from, but I think Sienna and the points is the play here. I think they're trying to bait you to take Quinnipiac uh, Quinnipiac. You know, I just, every time I've tuned into this team, I'm just not convinced they're a good basketball team. And meanwhile, I do think Sienna's improving. They're at home. They got to get better offensively. 357th, obviously concerning. I think they get it done. Cover the line here. Maybe Quinnipiac wins, but give me give me the St. Bernards plus the four and a half. Well, that is a grimy play, but it's not quite as grimy as the one I gave out in the last segment. We go to Wagner versus Merrimack with the total of 125 that I'm taking under. You've got Wagner and and Merrimack or as slow as molasses. And this Merrimack team at home is a top 15 team in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. In a game with a total of 125, I'm both taking the under and I'm laying the points with Merrimack. How crazy am I? No, no, I think you're spot on. Uh, we were just talking this game on my show, and I, I and uh, Merrimack minus five. First off, Merrimack, 
they keep a decent program. They should have went to the NCAA tournament a year ago. This Wagner team is phony. I understand right now you look and you say, okay, eight and seven, fourth place in the Northeast. They're not that good of a team. Mary Mack at home normally takes care of business. I feel like yes. And the under, I think is an even better play, but uh, as far as the actual game, I think you lay the points with, with the, with better uh, home team historically. Like this is a, a good culture that they have there at Mary Mack. Now I will say I am concerned. Uh, a little bit at the way Wagner's been able to play defense this year, but still, I think Mary Max the better team, better coach team, all the difference in the world from me. Give me Mary Mac laying the five. And we're going to see if you've got the stones to lay points on the road with old fairly Dickinson as they are currently laying two to stone Hill with a total of 152. And you've got a fairly Dickinson team that can't play defense to save their lives and a stone Hill team that to utilize the old song, they're having a tough time getting to 55. How do you view this one with the total of 152 and fairly Dickinson, a road favorite. Does this line make any sense to you, Greg? I I, I thought Fairly Dickinson should be like a four or five point favorite. And guess what I'm taking? Stonehill on the money line. I mean, that's it's I, I I've watched Stonehill and I am convinced they're a bottom ten team in college basketball. So everything tells me to take Fairly Dickinson. But the line doesn't make any sense to me. So I understand that logic. My 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 uh, co-host Moneyline Mac was on the same side. I just can't take Stonehill. I've watched him play too many times. Give me fairly Dickinson, but I am, I'm actually not going to bet this game because I, I th- this line makes no sense to me, but I understand your point. Yep. And these might be when it's all said and done two of the bottom 25 teams in all of college basketball. And let's bring to you two more long Island and St. Francis of Pennsylvania. St. Francis is laying three in this toilet bowl <laughs> matchup. Where are you? Where do you stand? I'm all over long Island here. Look, St. Francis has been terrible lately. Long Island, uh, be it as they are three and 12 and they're, 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 they're uh, what they, they have a hard time arriving to games in New York city. Uh, they had a bus that was late to a game when they were only six miles away. Uh, but I think this team with Rod Strickland, they have more talent. And to me, they're a hotter team on the road. Give me the more talented team. Give me the Sharks to, to, to get it done on the money line. It is Strickland cubed over at Long Island. And coming up next, it's a Wisconsin special. We'll look at Indiana, Wisconsin, and the Green Bay Packers game with Kobe Dando, of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and so much more. You're going to love every bite. It's the Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. A minimum purchase may apply as we're back here on the Greg Peterson experience on Visa, the sports betting network. And I tell you myself, I bought Omaha's sakes for Christmas for some of my loved ones. They did not let me down at all. Much like Kobe Dent of the sports gambling podcast network. Every time he's on, he never lets us down And Kobe. We're going to do the Wisconsin special here. We're going to ask you about the Wisconsin Badgers versus Indiana game before we hit a little bit of football. And with the Badgers in most places, they're an 11 point favor. We're seeing a couple straight 10 and a 
Giants out there as well as they host Indiana. Totals between 142 and a half and 143. I'm not sure how you view this game, but I do think that Wisconsin bounced back from their loss against Penn State, but I do think that after Indiana got their doors blown off against Purdue at home, they're going to be a bit angry as well, and I feel like this number has went a little bit too far. I'm taking a look at the points with Indiana. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I've even heard rumblings of Xavier Johnson and uh, the Indiana locker room being a mess, but I don't care. Like this is too many points. And, and to be honest, they've played better without Xavier Johnson over the past two years. I feel like uh, it's just too many points for me. I was on Penn state against Indiana. Indiana has been a great story this year. I'm sorry. Wisconsin has been a great story this year, but uh, they, I just, they, they play at a slow pace uh, to me. It's just too big of a number. Indiana from a talent level is in a similar similar level to me than Wisconsin. Uh, I know the, the environment, you know, in Madison gets pretty lit, but 10 and a half points. I can't do it, especially the way that Indiana got beat down uh, against Purdue, their rivals the other day. And uh, yeah, I just think Mike Woodson and to me, if, if Xavier Johnson's not available, I think that's even better for Indiana to cover, to cover the points because they played better with him out, believe it or not, over the past two years. So I think it's, it's too much. Give me, give me the points in the Hoosiers. We always talk about assisted turnover ratio in college basketball in the last three games that Xavier Johnson has played in. How about if we look at turnover to points ratio, his turnover to points ratio, north of two to one, he's got nine turnovers and four points. I can't, Unbelievable. I don't remember the last I've ever seen anything like that. Like that is just absolutely ghastly. And I, the two of us could go out there and do that. So yeah, that's <laughs> not tremendous to say the least. And I'm not even joking. I mean, if you need me to just not turn the ball over, I'll just stand in the corner. There you go. So yeah, that's relatively rough. And now let's take a look at the game involving the Wisconsin team in football as the Green Bay Packers are on the road facing off against the 49ers. Worked out very well for fans of the great state of Wisconsin sports. You're able to watch the Badgers on Friday, watch a Packers game on Saturday with the 49ers, nine and a half point favorites, totals between 50 and 50 and a half. How do you evaluate this game with a hot Green Bay Packers team, but a rested and very, very frightful San Francisco 49ers team? I like the points. I mean, look, I was on Dallas minus seven. I was shocked and I hate the Cowboys. I grew up hating them, but I just thought that was a smart play. And this Packer team, there's something about them, something about the way they're playing. And I, I tend to like the teams that play the wild card weekend, as opposed to the teams that get the bye week nine and a half is too big of a number to me. Like I get it. San Francisco's run game has been dominant, you know, and uh, they play mistake-free football for the most part. But I just think that number's too big. The momentum, the fact they got that game already out of there, you know, remember Brock Purdy is still, still, you know, hasn't really had much success there playoff wise. So uh, I think you take the nine and a half all day. I know they're, it seems like they're trying to bait you, but I'm falling for it. Give me the nine and a half. 49ers probably win the game, but I wouldn't be surprised even if the Packers pull the upset just because I love getting that first game in, getting those jitters out of the way. So uh, yeah, let's go pack. And you were alluding to it. You like to take those teams coming off of the wild card game against the team that's a little bit more rested. Are you viewing that the same in terms of this Ravens versus Texans game where the Texans catching nine and a half points with a total of 43 and a half? No, actually I'm breaking my own rule on this one. Uh, I love this Ravens team. I think that the fact that Texans, obviously they had a rookie quarterback. He went at home. I was on the Texans. Stroud looked incredible and he has looked incredible all year, but that was, he was playing in a dome. Now he's got to go to Baltimore against to me, what I think is the best team in football. So I, 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 I can't, I got to lay the points with the Ravens here. 
Uh, and I even think they're once again, I feel like they're baiting you here, but I think Ravens put it on them. They've, they've been there so much. It's completely different to me than Brock Purdy situation. The Ravens have had multiple guys on this roster that have been to the playoffs. So I, I think they know the moment. So I will lay the nine and a half. Uh, and I think the Ravens put it on them. Yep, and with the Baltimore Ravens, even though it hasn't been the world's greatest playoff experience, keep in mind with Lamar Jackson, I think that that one and two record in the postseason, very misleading with him, not having the same weapons that he does this year. As Kobe Dant, he does tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast. The work is joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And I think that this game is just so intriguing. You got the Chiefs, you got the Buffalo Bills. Bills in most spots are a two and a half point favorite. We're seeing a few straight threes out there. It's such an interesting matchup because it is the first time Patrick Mahomes is playing a true row game in the playoffs, but I just can't trust Josh Allen to get the job done because you never know when he's going to throw that bad interception or two. I personally am on the Chiefs here. Uh, we differ here. I am on the <laughs> Bills. There's something about that momentum, a thing. Uh, like, I get it. The Chiefs, uh, look, I was on the Chiefs last week. They handled their business, but I thought the weather helped them. Uh, everything helped them. The fact Miami had to go to Kansas City as well. Uh, Buffalo is just red hot down the stretch. And to me, I don't want to fade that. Uh, they're at home. We know Bill's Mafia gets crazy. Uh, and to me, it's still a revenge game, I feel like, from a couple of years ago. So uh, I like the Bills minus two and a half. I think they get it done. The Chiefs looked off all year. And I think it comes crashing down here. So give me the Bills minus two and a half. And I also like the over in that game. And we could see a lot of good scoring environments as well as we had all that snow in Buffalo this past week. It seems like the conditions are going to be a little bit better this week. So certainly you want to be checking in there. And then to wrap things up with regards to the NFL chatter, we do have the Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with this line being six half. And personally, I was able to spot a seven here at Circa when I was doing the show last night. Not surprised that it has been gobbled up. I personally took a shot on the seven with a total of 49. And the way I view it is if this gets back to seven, I would advocate for a play on the Buccaneers, but I do think that the six half is relatively correct. I like the bucks. I like the bucks. Uh, you got the Todd Bowles angle, you know, that uh, they, they, hi, they, you know, he interviewed for that same position in Detroit. They passed on him chip on the shoulder. This bucks team kind of laughed at, you know, I feel like midway point in the season and they've rallied well with Baker Mayfield. And look, I know we can, we can nitpick and say Baker Mayfield, you know, this or Baker Mayfield that, but the guys won games he's played. I thought with a little bit of grit to him this year, uh, I, I like them to at least cover the points, you know, maybe even win the game outright because I don't know, Detroit got their first win, you know, in a long time. And I just feel like that'll be crashing down. Uh, they've been probably reading the headlines all week. Uh, so I, I, I like uh, Tampa Bay coming in there to, uh, to cover that spread and maybe even get that win out. Right. Yep. And with the folks out there in the great state of Michigan, they've been experiencing a lot of triumphs when it comes to the gridiron out there on the basketball court. It's been a little bit rough and let's see if we can try to get them a win on Friday because central Michigan, not quite the main Michigan team when it comes to basketball, but they're going to be in the floor. They're going to be playing us to Toledo. And we're seeing the summer shoot up Toledo open up as a six point favorite. They're now between seven to seven and a half point favorites with a total between 148 and 148 and a half. How do you view this game? Because with central Michigan, they've actually been a little bit more respectable recently. And I think Anthony Pritchard might be able to do just enough to keep them lively in this game. All those directional Michigans. Well, I don't know about Eastern, but like uh, <laughs> Western, Western and Central have been playing a lot better than most years. I feel like, but I still I gotta go with Toledo. The fact that Toledo's four and one on the road, uh, I, I I am a little bit concerned about the the number going up. 
because I do think the Central Michigan team is improved. They got Dan Marley's son on the roster, uh, and I still lean Toledo. Like they, Central Michigan just got to prove it to me. I know t- this Toledo team not as good as a year ago. You look at the you know what they've done defensively; they've been kind of a mess. Uh, I think they're 324th in the nation in defensive rating, but uh, offensive rating, they can light it up. They can, they can, you know, put, put the ball in the, in, in the bucket. So I think that's all the difference because you look at CMU, they're in the three hundreds defensively as well. The top rated offense wins the game to me, the higher rated offense. So give me Toledo. And I like laying the points. Yep. And with the Toledo team, they're always able to light it up from three point range. And then how about if we take a look at this game also in the Midwest, Akron and Kent state with this being a relative pick up total of one forty two and a half. I like Kent state to get the job done at home. What say you Kobe? I'm on Akron. I actually, this is one of my, the, one of the plays I like most mainly because Kent state swept them last year. And I think Akron has that chip on the shoulder. Kent state lost a lot of their veterans from a year ago. I think Akron's had this one circled. Uh, I understand it's a rivalry game. The crowd will be, uh, you know, a factor. I do believe that. But with getting Ali Ali with that waiver, remember he wasn't—he was one of the guys that benefited from getting the waiver. Uh, also, Enrique Freeman. I think it's just too much. I think Akron's the best team in the MAC. I think they—they—they they, they have this one specifically circled because of what happened last year. I like the Zips to get it done. It is. It is the return of the Mac and Kobe. You always return with great insights on the college basketball board, and your time is always appreciated, my friend. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show as always. Have a great weekend. Always good to have our good friend Kobe Dan aboard. And coming up next, let's take a look at the UFC card for UFC 297 with Billy Ward of Action Network on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you have yet to check out the new VSN website over at VSIN.com, as we've got a fresh new look, enhanced navigation, and a 
mobile first focus time is money in sports betting and this site's page has been built to load very quickly plus we've expanded our educational content and strategy section for both new and experienced bettors also it's easier to find my handicap college basketball lines on there as well we've got a lot of great tools for all that are looking to bet on sports check out the new vsin.com today and if you got any questions about sunsetting the vsin app please do visit vsin.com slash faq we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Always great to be joined by this fan, Billy Ward. He does such a great job taking a look at the fight game, and we've got ourselves a tremendous card with UFC 297. And my friend, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a fun one. This is a great one from a gambling perspective, too. You know, not a lot of big names, but I think we can we can have some fun with it, with what we're trying to do here. Absolutely, Billy, because it's one of those things. I always say it in college basketball, money is money. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the biggest of the big games or if you're deep diving into the Southland Conference, you're able to make money off of it. And we've got ourselves a lot of fights in which it's not demonstrative on the money line, and that includes the undercard as well. Before we dive in on some of these main fights, is there a fight or two on the undercard that you're taking a look at and you find a nice edge on? Yeah, actually, one of the ones I'm looking at, it features one of the biggest underdogs on this slate. That's the Jasmine Jasuda Vicious versus Priscilla Cachoeira fight. Not taking a money line side here. I'm taking a little bit of a weird angle. This is kind of a fun one, you know, very small unit bet. You can get at DraftKings a point to be deducted at plus 2,000 or 20 to 1 odds. That line is the same in every single fight they ever book which tells me something's got to be wrong, right? Some fights, it's more likely than others. And Cachoeira is one of the most unrepentant cheaters in the sport. She was getting choked and tried to gouge her opponent's eyes out. The next fight, she was grabbing the fence the whole time. Then she tried to pull her opponent's shirt down, a whole bunch of stuff. Fighting Jasmine Jutsuda Vicious, who got away with a blatant braid grab into an uppercut combo in her last fight. Plus 20 to 1 odds that, you know, maybe a ref gets alerted and catches one of these ones. Love that bet. Think it's fun. Also, it will be a hilarious sweat, you know, if you're watching that first fight of the night and need something to root for. Absolutely. And I mean, I would have to think I have no insight on these numbers whatsoever, but I mean, to break even, you need 5% of fights have a point deducted. I have to think that it happens in more than 5% of fights. So if you just bet that across the board, I would have to think that that would actually be somewhat profitable. So I absolutely love that angle that you got there. And when it comes to the main fights that we are going to be seeing, we've got a bunch of really good ones. And I'm going to lead off with this one because it is one of the more demonstrative money lines that we're going to be finding on the card. It's Neil Magny going up against Mike Marlott with Magny. You're able to find him between plus 285 and plus 310. And Magny has taken his lumps throughout the years in the UFC, but I see him as right around about a plus $3 underdog. And maybe I'm just a sucker for pain, but that said, I'm going to be willing to take a shot. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm going to play it a little bit different. I, I get where you're coming from. You know, Magny has been a ranked welterweight since like Mike Marlott was in diapers, probably. <laughs> Not really, but you know, for a long, long time. <laughs> Mike Mulat has fought three guys, none of them especially good, you know, not a super impressive record. I'm not seeing why he should be a huge favorite over this guy who's been, you know, one of the best welterweights in the world for easily a decade at this point. You know, Magny, before it's done, could pass Jim Miller for the most UFC fights ever at the rate he's going. At the same time, it's really hard to see Magny actually winning this one outright. You know, I think he probably does it more than his betting line would imply, but I'm not feeling great about it. But one angle I really like over at DraftKings the point spread, the plus three and a half, that's still almost two to one. It was plus 195 last I looked. For that to hit, Magny just needs to win a round. You know, he's super tall, long, awkward guy to fight, great submission artist. He needs to win one round and not get finished at two to one odds. 
That's why I'm playing that at plus three and a half to one. Or I'm sorry, plus 200 or so. Would not fault anyone for taking the money line straight up, though. He shouldn't be that big of an underdog. I just don't quite see what he does better than Mike Malott at this point in his career. Yep, I do think that that's a tremendous look by you, and I do think that Magny very much a live dog in this one, and I think that this one is going to be interesting as well. We've got Marc-Andre Berrielt going up against Chris Curtis. Curtis right around about minus 185 to minus $2 after opening up minus 145, and this is a round prop shaded up to the over. The 2.5 over is right around about minus 150, minus 160 or so. How do you take a look at this one, and do you think that the line move was warranted? I do. And, you know, I'm, I've been kicking myself all week for not jumping on this sooner. One, you know, Chris Curtis is the action man. We're the action network. Yeah. I've actually met Chris in the past. You know, we were we were on a fight card together like many years ago. So I know Chris a little bit. Great guy. Would have really, really loved to get this at minus 145. Had to bet this one. I would still take his current odds. You know, his record looks wonky lately, but he's been headbutted in both of his last two fights. One was a no contest. One, he got dropped by the headbutt and the ref didn't see it probably cost him the fight. He's just a he's just a better fighter than Mark Andre Barrio. You know, similar styles, all striking, but Curtis just has way more power. Don't love laying the juice now. Not entirely sure he finishes him. So I'd probably pass at the current odds, but yeah, if you got this one earlier, loved it. And if I had to, I'd still lay the juice on him. Yep, I do think that the line movement was relatively warranted, but I do think that once you're getting to minus $2, to your point, a little bit of a no re- point of no return. As Billy Ward, who does tremendous work over at Action Network and Fantasy Labs, joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And behind the scenes, I know that my producer, Dan Miller, is very much elated that I'm going to be previewing this one. Raquel Pennington going up against Myra Bueno Silva. Bueno Silva opened up right around minus 165. That's where she sits right now. The round prop is four and a half shaded up a little bit to the over i know that my producer is thinking that bueno silva is going to be able to get a knockout in this one do you agree or do you think that this could go a little bit of a different way i don't see a knockout coming you know all four of her ufc finishes or submissions that's kind of her thing i do think my bueno silva wins this one pretty easily the ufc wants the 135 pound title to be between mbs and juliana pena Pena wasn't available. They kind of just grabbed the next fighter they could in Rocky Pennington. You know, she's coming off a split decision win. Not super impressive. This is this is one of those where you kind of have to look at what the matchmaking is doing and who it seems like they're trying to put the title on. And it seems pretty clear to me that this is a fight to show off Myra Breno Silva, try to build the big fight with Juliana Pena because they've been talking back and forth. I am comfortable laying the juice on this one, minus 165. Not entirely sure that she's able to put rocky away but you know if i were going to bet that i'd go submission over knockout or the inside the distance line they just weren't juicy enough for me to take that extra risk i'll lay the lay the price you know take what i can get fairly confident that she walks away with a win one way or another here Yep, I do think the Bueno Silva honestly should be a little bit of a bigger favorite myself, so I'm in agreement with you. And then we do have to talk about the main event. If we've got any time, we'll take a look at the other ones. But this is a big fight, and we're seeing some money coming in on Duplessis, who's going to be taking on Sean Strickland. Strickland opened up a minus 135. Now it's anywhere between minus 115 to a minus 225. The round prop opened up one and a half, very, very much shaded up to the over. Now it's a two and a half shaded down to the under. How do you view the main event? between DePlessis and Sean Strickland. Yeah, this one, I wasn't touching the money line at what it opened at, and I'm not touching it now. Not because I don't like it, because there's just such a better way to play this one. Sean Strickland could probably fight 10 rounds if he needed to. 
DDP has only been a full three rounds once. Strickland is small for the division, you know, doesn't throw super heavy, just constant pressure, keeps moving, plants his feet. DDP, huge guy, don't know how he makes 185, jumping all around, throwing haymakers. You can't do that for 25 minutes. I'm not sure that he can do that for 15 minutes. It seems pretty obvious to me that if this one ends in the first two and a half or three rounds, it's going Duplessis way. If it gets out of there, you know, it should be Sean Strickland. So a few different ways you can handle that. I love the same game parlay feature at DraftKings. You can just pick whatever round, you know, line you want to set. I like DDP in under two and a half. That's, you know, close to two to one odds. It varies depending on, you know, the movement to the round total you talked about. And then my favorite way is just hang out and try to get a live bet on Sean Strickland. Obviously, that's not feasible for everyone. It's on late at night. Then play the other side of it. You know, Sean Strickland and over two and a half, Strickland and over three and a half, something like that. You can get about two to one odds on both sides of this one. I feel like, you know, whichever guy wins, it's going to be in the time we're expecting. I don't see Strickland just starting him right away. I don't see DDP being able to keep up over 25 minutes. So fairly straightforward the way I see it. Yeah, but I'm so glad that you were bringing up the round prop there because we do have a round prop that's rather ridiculous. We've got the Arnold Allen versus Mavzar Evelev fight with Allen right now finding himself as about a plus 160 to a plus 170 underdog. But the round prop on the two and a half rounds over is minus 360 juice. I mean, I don't think that this is going to go to a finish, but I do feel like this is a little bit out of control at this point. Yeah, so hear me out. This is kind of a cop-out bet, but if it goes to a finish, it's almost certainly Arnold Allen that got the finish. Avoyev is 7-0. and He's been credited with one submission attempt and zero knockdowns in his seven UFC fights. He doesn't want to finish fights. He's not trying to finish fights. He's trying to take you down, get on top, stay there. He's going to win if it goes to a decision. Arnold Allen needs to get a finish here. You can get the finish-only lines at, like, right around minus 150. You know, as you pointed out, odds are that bet just gets refunded because if it goes to a decision, doesn't matter who won, your bet gets voided. But Arnold Allen, you know, laying a little bit of a juice that if there's a finish, it's him. That's how I'm playing that one. And I am fully expecting to see a void in my account when I check it the <laughs> next day. But, you know, it's worth a shot. Absolutely. And it's always worth getting Billy Ward aboard. He does great work at Action Network. And coming up next, let's take a look at some Friday college basketball on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.